If you want to learn how to be present in your personal life while also running a business, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Kristen Lucas-Smith was in the trenches last time we spoke. She was right in the middle of setting up her online bilingual preschool and was just hoping to get through her first year. Now she is honing in on her ideal clientele and figuring out how to balance her home life and business life. Listen in to discover how you can learn to be present too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I am rejoined today for an update episode by Kristen Lucas-Smith. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great too. Thank you for joining us again. No problem. So glad to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to catch up with you and see what's going on. I just checked and last time we talked, it was about 10 months ago. And can you just, for anyone who missed your first episode, give us a quick little update of where you were 10 months ago. (laughs) Yeah, so about 10 months ago, I think I was in the, the trenches of having my preschool online, yeah. having a toddler run around here and mm-hmm. teaching college classes all at the same time. Yes. I was at the top of my game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you were a busy, busy mama. And um, I was enjoying it. I really, really was. And I was enjoying it. I was enjoying being able to have my preschool online and impacting lives internationally in Ecuador and Puerto Rico. And just overall, just seeing so much success within my preschool. And now Yay! I'm in my second year in preschool. I oh, I we knew you would make it. We knew you would make it. <laughs> I survived. You did. Survived. We're surviving. <laughs> Yay. We're survivors. Okay. So now that you're in your second year, is it easier? Uh, I would have to say yes. The foundation was already laid last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So in regards to lesson planning, um, I do have a first year group and a second year group. Oh, nice. So I do have for that first year group, all of my lesson plans already prepared since I did everything in the first year. And then for my second year, it's like more of a uh, relationship connection that I'm doing with the students that are part of the classes already that have, Mm -hmm. you know, familiar familiarity with my program. Mm-hmm. So that's always awesome to see them grow in the language as well as preparing themselves for kindergarten. So that's absolutely, great. absolutely. Um, so you have two classes, one's first year, one second year, are the ages mixed? It's just by the how long they've been with you? Correct. Correct. Okay, cool. Yes. cool. It's based on levels based on um, how long they've been with me. Now I do have to say that the parents that have the second years, those are the ones that actually pushed me to uh, continue on because majority of those uh, preschoolers were, we call them COVID kids. So mm-hmm. they were actually um, in the home with working parents and now they're back in a local preschool within their city or town. And so they're actually wanting to have Saturday Spanish classes with me and I'm loving it. I'm loving being able to still have that relationship with them 
even though they're in preschool throughout the week and they can't be in my classes, they still want to have that relationship with me. So that's super fun. That's amazing. So this is for all the parent people who are like, well, preschool, online preschool work. Sure. Your students are going to preschool and they're coming to you online. So yes, right. it does work. Online preschool still works. Even, I mean, kids yeah, can go to preschool in person and online. If they love your program, then they're going to do that. That's awesome. Um, so are all your classes on Saturdays or do you teach throughout the week as well? Yes. So my first year classes are during the week and then my second years are on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And how many students do you have? So I have a total of 26 students nationwide and I was at maybe 28 last year. Okay. So um, just looking at the retention rate, I have about maybe 30% that uh, returned, but then being able to see that organically, my preschool has been um, just off the charts when it comes to people finding me on Google, finding me on Instagram or Facebook. They're just like, all I did was Google bilingual preschool online and you just, <laughs> you just popped up. Really? <laughs> okay. So have you like gotten down the hang of the whole SEO thing, whatever, oh, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Search engine optimization? I, I think exactly. You know what? All I did was I just followed Joy's plan, (laughs) whatever she said to do to make myself visible on Google. Like it totally worked because anytime somebody puts my name in, um, even if they don't put La Casa, they just put like bilingual preschool or bilingual preschool online. It it ends up just popping right up. Wow. Um, And, and one of the things that I just really wanted this next time was I wanted stay at home moms. I, I started to pray about it and say, okay, my market now is not the working mom that's trying to just get their child to be in front of the computer where they're in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I actually want those stay at home moms that want an extra class to be able to impact their child in um, learning a language. And yeah. they can um, have some time outside of class where they're in reinforcing that language in the home. And Absolutely. so the, the parents that I have, majority of them are stay-at-home moms, which is what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's making such a world of a difference in regards to the retention within mm. the language learning. Yeah. And why do you think That's that really is? Helpful. I find it helpful because of the fact that parent engagement is very important when learning a language and preparing our children for kindergarten, um, especially when it comes to the fundamentals of um, letters and numbers and shapes and colors and right. um, being able to make that real in real life time in our day-to-day living. And yep. so if you can, you know, kind of say to them, you know, oh, what color is this? And maybe act a little like, oh, I don't know what this color is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. How do you say this? And then they're like, mom, dad, it's a ho-ho, okay. <laughs> Red and ruffle. Yes, yes. I, I think just having fun with it makes it so, so great. Absolutely. And that is so important. I try and stress that on my parents so much. I'm like, you can incorporate this learning in everything you do. Count the stairs as you go up them, you know, like ask them what color their peas on their plate are or the sky or their flowers as they go. You know, like there's so many with preschool, it's all around them. You know, it's not like you have to like dig in a book to find some, you know, higher math formula, like, no point at something and ask them what color. And that's practice, you know, count everything, but you know, I tell them that it's so important to, to do that. Okay. So I'm looking around your room here. I know you're online, but what's this awesome room you got set up here? <laughs> oh, so you see, you see the background. I do. Well, this is actually like, 
this is my son's playroom. Oh, I so love it. I have everything like all set up um, for him Adorable. to enjoy. So that's the little book nook back there. So mm-hmm. We have all of our little books that we read. And then this is the preschool area where you'll see like the actual like I don't know if you can see, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like right behind me. Yeah. All of the tools and everything that I need for this preschool to even run. Mm-hmm. And then I have all my storage space all back there regarding the preschool and my little stand because Denise Shields, she's awesome. <laughs> she she told us about the stand and making sure that we had something that can move around so that um, it wasn't like jagged when you're moving. So that's awesome. one of the things that I invested within our preschool. And so I get up and dance. Like I'll just like stand right here and then just like dance with yes. <laughs> and have a great time. So it's just so much fun to be able to incorporate the whole room, not just you mm-hmm. know, a little section within my, my, um, my preschool time. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Wow. Yeah. I love that room. I love the little dots on the, on the wall. I mean, it looks oh, kind of like you. a, like a preschool room already. Are you thinking about starting well, local at that all? Was, or? That was the original plan of this room. To be mm-hmm. honest, when I found out um, that my home prior to us even moving in 20 years ago was a daycare. So oh, wow. the person that lived here, the family before the family that sold the home um, actually had a running daycare here. So this room was a classroom and outside in the backyard was like everything you would want. A picnic table, a play yard, everything is all set up for a preschool um, setting. So that was the plan. And then, you know, the pandemic hit. So I had to change my plans. I can honestly say, you know, being a a college professor online, um, I really enjoy teaching preschoolers online. I really feel like this is my niche and I want to stay there. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that I understand that there are kids all around the country, all around the world um, that enjoy having this interaction, even mm-hmm. if it's just, you know, a couple times or three times a week where they're experiencing this moment with me. So I yeah. really enjoy it. Absolutely. So are you still teaching college as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm in my ninth year of teaching nice. for the Bible college and um, they keep me busy. <laughs> Yeah, for uh, the Bible College, SUM Bible College and Theological Seminary. We have um, over 50 cohorts and we're international in the Philippines, nice. and Ghana, and wow. just, we're all over the place. So I get a chance to teach college students as well as teaching preschoolers. So I love it. Yeah, both sides of the spectrum. That's great. Yes, those are the two groups that I really, I feel there's a hunger <laughs> for mm-hmm. my language. There's a hunger for, you know, what, what I want to pour into them. So that's where I'm going yeah. to stay just right there. I've taught every single grade from yeah. high to elementary to high school. And I really enjoy these two groups. I could totally see that because preschool, I mean, they're so eager to learn, you know, everything is learning to them. And then college, I mean, they choose to do that. They're not forced to, you know, so they want to learn what they're there for. They pay for that. Yeah. (laughs) So that is good. Yes. Okay. So let's see, what is the biggest difference from last year when you were just starting out and you were getting everything set up to this year? What's the biggest difference in the, maybe the way the business runs or how you feel about yourself as a business owner, as a teacher? What do you think is the biggest difference? Mm-hmm. I believe that as a business owner, as a teacher, you start to evolve, right? And mm-hmm. to who you're supposed to be. And for myself, I had to do some reassessments. I, I even started to think about the importance of my summer Spanish camp that I offered. 
and how many days I was going to do that because I felt really burnt out to be mm -hmm. honest with you. All I wanted to do was just spend time with my son. I felt mm -hmm. like I was giving so much to so many students around the country yeah. and around the world that I said, wait, what was the main reason why I was doing this preschool again? It was to spend time with my son. So of course I'm making so much money and I'm able to provide, um, you know, financial increase within my home. Um, but I started to reassess and say, okay, the second year, how many classes do I really want to teach? And this goes for those um, preschoolers. You're looking at your, you know, your form that you're doing on your challenges. And you're like, okay, I want to make $8,000 a month. That's what I want to do. And I want to teach 10 classes. Great for you. But then look at the reality of how much time are you really spending self-care? How much time are you spending on preparing for those classes? How much time are you spending being able to invest, right, in your preschool? Yes. So for just for myself, one of the main things is I wanted to focus on doing, keeping the main thing the main thing, which was being a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. being able to provide financially, and then also having the time where I can spend with my son. So instead of teaching six classes like I did last year, I'm teaching three classes each week. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's my sweet spot. Like I found it. Like I love teaching on Tuesdays and Thursdays and being able to teach on Saturdays and, and being able to be with my son, even on those off days, right? The Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, I can work yeah. my other uh, college job as well as being able to prepare for my lessons. Um, so you just got to make some course corrections along the way so that you don't feel like overwhelmed or burnt out because you're trying to fulfill the need that's right in front of you. So yes. that's where I had to kind of turn away some of my parents and say, I'm only having an X amount of students in this class. And then I have a waiting list for those that want to join um, in January. But just to keep them intimate, our classes are really intimate. And then making sure that I have that, that time with my son and my husband as well outside of class. You know what? It's so funny that you, that was the thing that you chose because you're, I don't know, like the third or fourth, one of these update episodes that I've done. And that mm -hmm. is the main thing that we've talked about for every single one. Cause I asked them like, really? what's the difference? I'm like, what's your struggle? What's, you know, and you know, joy put out that live where she was talking kind of about the same thing. Like she, you mm -hmm. gotta figure out your balance because you build these things and we're hustling our first year, you know, we're, we're yeah. trying to fill our classes. We're going to fill as many as we can. We're going to do as much as we can. And then the second year, it seems at least for me, for you, for someone else, you know, the other people I were talking to the second year, we're kind of realizing like, oh, wow, we've piled so much on our plate that mm -hmm. our goal, the reason we did this, it's, it's like being pushed aside and we need to like find that again because the, our whole goal to do this was to be home with our families, you know, and to be able to make money. But there's the very fine line between, okay, I'm comfortable financially, so I should enjoy this time. And, and I just need to keep going financially and not have the time with my family, you know, you got to find that, that, that middle ground. And that's, that's really hard to do, especially for people like us who just started a business, you know, we're driven, we're driven to do this. So once we get comfortable, the next thing we start with the next thing, the next venture, the next class, we're going to add this, we're going to add this. And that's what I keep seeing with our, with our, these update episodes, you know, they're like, yeah, I did this. And now I'm, now I'm going to start this because this is, this is comfortable, you know, and I'm kind of in the same spot. I'm like, this is great. This is all full. So should I, should I expand? Should I do this? You know, and, and just pumping the brakes, pumping the brakes and enjoying it <laughs> and getting back to your why. 
why you started to be with your son, you know? So that's awesome that you were able to acknowledge that and then cut your classes and say, that's my sweet spot. And I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this amount of money. I'm happy with spending this time with my family and this time in the classroom. And you figured it out because that's what that seems to be what we're all trying to figure out now. (laughs) After we go through all the (laughs) stuff of opening, then we kind of need to reel it back. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love that we're all that we're all thinking about the same thing. <laughs> it makes me feel better know, that we're all going looking, through the same stuff. I was even looking at your social media and I saw you have a little baby and I'm like, oh, wow, how does she do it? How does she have that little infant son as well as being able to run? Well, um, I hired a teacher. I hired oh, a teacher okay. because of that. Oh, and that was like, okay. Okay. yeah, so that's what's made it. And I'm so, so grateful because if I didn't, I would. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. So I'm like in and out of the classroom now. And some days okay. I, I don't come, I barely come in at all because I'm really busy with him or sometimes I bring him in with me. Um, yeah. And so it's it's working out great. It's working out great. But, you know, now you have the the other end of it of like trying to figure out how to be a boss, you know, how to, how to work with employees and how to. So now I feel like there's a whole nother role that I'm trying to figure out. But I'm also like really being intentional about stepping back that. and making sure that my time with my son isn't just rushing through to feed him so I can get in the classroom and take care of this, you know, and right. that's kind of how it was in the beginning. And I, I'm like, no, I, I really wanted like I love being able to just spend time with my son for the day. But I feel mm-hmm. like there's so many things in the back of my mind that I'm always having to do. You know, I'm always having to call this person back or email this person back or go in the classroom for this time or get the, you know, and so I'm trying to really be intentional with time with him and time at work and, you know, trying mm-hmm. to separate it. And, but that's, that's a, I feel like it's a constant battle, but if I didn't hire a teacher, then I would really <laughs> be reevaluating because I wouldn't have time with yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Your season most definitely. And it always going to change, but season mm-hmm. changes. I, I think about my son, he's three right now in a couple of years, he's going to be five. He's going to be headed to regular school and right. what that looks like. So I know that things will even change um, in the future, but for right mm-hmm. now, I want to just soak it all up. Yeah. You know, 12 years for my mm-hmm. son. So now I'm just like, be present, Kristen, be present. Be present. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's, that's being present. And it can be hard because you don't even realize that, you know, yeah. and that's another thing we were talking about is how we pile so much stuff on our plate. And then we right. get frustrated that we have so much stuff piled on our plate, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? I know, right? Yeah. And no, I really, I didn't get to a place of like um, anxiety because some people do feel anxious or depressed. Mm-hmm. I was at the top of my game last June. So being able to know like, okay, I'm taking these three weeks off before I start my summer camp. Like I know summer camps now. I understand summer camps are a recruitment for the next fall. Yeah. Because I got like over 80% that came to my summer camp Mm -hmm. started in fall with me. So I understand that, yes, I will take at least a month of my time to um, spend in the summertime to introduce my program, which is totally fine with me, but I'm only going to teach one class. So if you want to be a part of the class, just know that this is my time that I allot. And it's usually around my husband's schedule, around my my child's nap time. You know, I just Mm -hmm. try and figure out how to work it around what is going on within my home. So Yep. Yeah. My husband made me promise <laughs> to take a month off next uh-huh. summer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and really? I was like, no, oh, that's goodness. a good idea. It's a good I idea. Know. I should. Because when I was a teacher, I had the summers off. It's and then this summer I had full camps, mm-hmm. the same exact schedule. Pretty much I had one week 
after spring and one week before fall. And it was, you know, it wasn't like, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But I do that to myself. I do that. And I'm like, we're going five days a week too. That's another thing. I I was four days a week last year. So I had three day weekends and it was phenomenal. And then in the summer, I'm like, no, we're doing five days a week and we're going straight on. So now I don't have the three day weekends and I didn't really have my summer. (laughs) And my husband's like, you started this business so you can make your own schedule. Why are you scheduling yourself out the wazoo? (laughs) And I'm like, because I just can't stop because I can't say no. (laughs) So yeah. I know. Well, that's why you're hiring on uh, people. So that's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, I'm not there, but those are hashtag goals right there. So Actually, that's what that was that. another thing I was going to ask you is um, because you found that three classes is your sweet spot. Would you consider mm-hmm. hiring someone else for the other three classes if you have that that, you know, if you can fill those classes to teach them online? Yeah, absolutely. And looking at doing something like that, like in the uh, next fall. Um, being able to see who I can trust mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know part it's of hard. the branding of who I am is like they want senora like they, <laughs> yes so being able to know I'm building a team you know getting it out there with my new families that are coming on board I mm-hmm. think it'll just seamlessly go through um, with uh, with with the bang because I believe that as long as they trust me and they trust my team that they're bilingual and they have the same energy that I do. Um, that would be definitely something in the future I'd like to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother journey is hiring someone to be like the face of your business when you're not there. It's very scary. Sometimes it works out better than others. I'm on my second employee. So now it's worked out, but it's been a very big learning process <laughs> along this way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, you yeah. Know. <laughs> Thank God for joy, because when I was really struggling with some hiring difficulties, I messaged her and she gave me some great advice. And now it's it's so much better, but it was rough there for a little bit. So it's just, I I mean, you know, that's just taking on something else and learning a whole new role and doing a bunch and, you know, Mm -hmm. then learning all the business side of things that happens with hiring employees. And yeah, I mean, we're always learning. We're always, we're always learning here. (laughs) Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> so what would your be your biggest uh, piece of advice for ladies who are where you were a year ago, which is just starting out and hustling and doing it all and stressed out, but loving it in your in your spot, but getting getting it all together? What would you say to them? Um, you know, it's funny you say that. And I, I do have one of my preschool parents that was actually inspired by my preschool. Her, her daughter is in my preschool online and she's local right here in my city and she's starting her preschool online. And I'm really excited for her. And I, I think about her journey right now and her mm-hmm. starting with her founding families and all of that. And there's so many others that are just like her that, that, that want to be able to provide the income, provide that opportunity to share what they have to the world, right? Mm-hmm. Online. So I would say for them, really be honest with yourself, honest with your limitations, honest with what you want to do and why you're doing it. Um, so that as you're going through this, it's okay to make course corrections. It's mm-hmm. okay to say, you know, I kind of like the way that I taught this class, but let me look at the recording and see how I can teach it better. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to do these many classes next year or what have you. Just know that that's perfectly normal. Like you yeah. are your own, own your own boss, right? Yeah. You own this thing. So, yeah, exactly. So just know that you have that freedom to move forward in your business, to make an impact. And ultimately, it, you, you have the call here of how you want this to run. 
So mm-hmm. I've seen those that have been teaching over 300 students online and yay for you, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And then I see those that are teaching five. Each one, it doesn't matter about the numbers, it's the impact that you're making on those students each and every week. So just be mindful um, not to compare yourself to others, especially when you're in this PAS group, okay? Mm-hmm. The preschool all-stars, everybody has their journey. Just do yours, do your journey yeah. and just know that it's all gonna work out in the end. Yes, that is some solid advice. Do your journey. Your journey is no one else's. Your journey okay. is for you. And be mindful of where your journey is heading and where you want it to head. And make that course correction if it's not going in the direction you want. Love it. You always can course correct. That's the best part about being your own boss. You can always change. You can always change it if it's not working out. You're not beholden to anyone else. That's the best part. Awesome. One thing I do want to add is always always be able to listen to your parents. Mm. Um, Get that feedback from your parents, even if it's just once a month, how you can be a better teacher, how your curriculum can be better. Um, because they're the voice. They know what's going on with their child and with um, what's going on with the program just as much as you as well are, are preparing. So I would say always have a listening ear to get um, constructive kid- criticism along the way. Absolutely. And how do you get your constructive criticism? Do you send out um, like feedback forms or how do you do that? Um, I actually have a monthly check-in that I do with all my parents at the end of each month. And I connect with them first via text message. I have this um, like video of myself where, where it's like a cartoon, but um, I end up like checking in with them and asking them when is a good day and time for us to meet. And then I do a phone call with them or I FaceTime them just to connect and see how their child is doing outside of class, see how we can um, improve their learning as well as getting any feedback. And the parents love that. They love the fact that I'm able to accept to what they're saying. And what I say by that is my parents are like wanting to push me more to do certain things, which it's a great, great win-win, right? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. accountable to my parents, like, right. <laughs> to be yeah. Able to make this preschool even better. Absolutely. And you know what, when speaking of the people who are doing 300 students, I was just talking to the person who was teaching 300 students. And she said, one of the, one of the biggest things is that she does that same thing. She talks to every single one of her families, all 300. And she gets the feedback of, you know, just, just exactly the same thing you were saying. She gets the feedback of where her kid's at. She likes to, you know, know the entire family, meet the whole family. So she knows the family dynamics of it and just really give that personal effect and how, I mean, obviously it's working for her. It's working for you. It's so different than like being on out school or, or websites like that, mm-hmm. where you don't get, you don't get to have that with your families, but really building. And especially cause you're online that you don't get to see them every day. Like in my local, I see the parents every day. We could talk at the door if right. we need to, but having that online, I feel like that sets you apart so much to be able to have a one-on-one phone call with your family. And they talk personally to you about what they want their child to learn, what they see going on, how it can improve, how it give you encouragement. And I think that's great on both sides. And obviously it's working. And that just right. the fact that that's one of the things you brought up. That's like huge. So I really want to push that to our listeners because clearly building that personal relationship is, is huge for online learning. I mean, for in-person, but especially for online because they don't get the, the personal in-person touch, you know? Yes. Thank you for that little nugget because we love these tips. We surely do. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us again. I had a great time and I can't wait to hear about where you're at next year when we can catch up and find out what's going on then. If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool, and I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.